This is the Basement Buddies Podcast. Hey, John. I'm John. That's Brooks. And we got an old buddy here. Real old. <laughs> really old. Just turned 65. Oh, happy uh, birthday. Again? Yeah, just uh, this morning. No. <laughs> <laughs> a couple months ago. Well, Tim, what's going on? We got Tim Oakley. It's been uh, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. When was the last time I was here? Pre-pandemic. Uh, I, I know it was I my... Think it was I episode think it... 101. Was it 101? I got a te- I got a message no from, from Superfan Liam, and he said, "Man, just listen to that uh, Tim Oakley episode. That guy's great." Wait, Love he's the- gone through the archives, yeah, Liam? Wow, oh, no. He's, he started with Fresh, and then oh, he's working backwards. And then I think if he's working backwards, that'd be cool. It'd be a lot of whack. It'd be like uh, Pulp Fiction. Yep, 101. Yeah, Tim Oakley. It would be like uh, Benjamin Button working backwards in age. And then I hear, uh, you know, haven't done the podcast for a while, and uh, all of a sudden I'm hearing uh, Tim Oakley, Tim Oakley, all over the podcast sphere. <laughs> yeah, we all have a big meeting. I got my Google uh, update <laughs> set for your name. It's like, another podcast? Wait, is he too good for us now? <laughs> this is a fun podcast, I have to admit. Okay. This is and I was saying, you know, they give out free drinks uh, at the door. That's right. And that's how we bribe you. You were ever here, episode uh, 65. Was it 65? And then 101. Yeah. And a long 100. That was uh, in December of 2019. Oh, fuck. Wait, 101 was 19. No, 65 was um, pre December of, of 19. And then 101 was August of 2020. What? So it's been almost two years exactly. Wow. No kidding. Yeah. So that was pre-pandemic then. Pre-pandemic, we were well, so. I just came back from uh, that had to be Tomorrow War. I think I just came back from that. Uh, yeah, I think so. And you couldn't talk about it. Yeah, I don't. Couldn't but you were talking about, about some guns. I think that you had to make. Yeah, I think I didn't. I bring one of them here. Yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah, I brought one of those. Right. I love. Uh, I, I didn't I, bring. I'm sorry, I didn't bring any toys today. Oh, you know, I've been. It's con- a podcast. You could have said, "Look at this guillotine I made." Look at this. Skull of Nicolas Cage. Wow. Oh, it's so, crystal. It's so mis- misshapen. I've actually been confused uh, with one of the actors who's in Tomorrowland. His name's Mike Mitchell. And he's on a podcast called Doughboys that Pete and I went and saw at Revolution Hall. And when we were leaving, some guy's like, great job on the podcast. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just some, I'm another fat guy with a beard. I'm not that fat guy with a beard. <laughs> but uh, we actually saw him when we were in L.A. Oh, And I was yeah. like. I was like, ooh, that guy's famous. John's like, like, he's not famous at all, but. Look, he's going in, into the. He's eating a sandwich. He's getting a sandwich at the sandwich shop wow. around the corner. Wow. And I was like, John, walk up to him. No. You're like, no, I'm not going to do it. He's too famous. <laughs> so Start do- pushing him from the back. Mm-mm. Go talk to him. Go talk to him. Yeah. No, he doesn't need to talk to me. Anyway, he's funny, dude. So uh, what's up with these other podcasts? Uh, what's the deal? I'm not cheating on you guys. Okay. That's all right. All right. We're in a poly relationship. <laughs> poly podcast relationship? Yeah, a poly podcast. Now, there, a lot of them are just, uh, you know, they're film buffs, you know. Oh, yeah. Wasn't you were talking about this the, Portland what, at the movies? Uh, yeah, well, they were going, I they talked about kind of in passing that they were going to do one on one that I production designed called uh, God. It was like the weather outside. That was it. Mm-hmm. And um, we shot that many, many, many years ago. And uh, they just were talking about it. And I and so I I just wrote to them just saying, hey, you know, I was the production designer. I can give you all the background story on it. Uh, but never heard anything. 
So, okay. Okay. They so, hate me. So they're too good for you. Huh? Yeah, they're yeah, I right, apparently. Get but they're fun to listen to. I have to admit, they are seconds. pretty fun to. But the one that I did uh, a while ago, well, now quite a while ago, it was a couple weeks ago, is uh, from the UK, and they did. It's called uh, film, like films, how films are made, or films are us, or something like that. And I actually had to go to a friend's house who had a system like yours. Oh. And they had to kind of like sync it in. Yeah. Oh, cool. And So you're talking to him over Zoom? I was talking to him all over side. Zoom. I had to bring my laptop, but they had to hook it up into his board. And and so I'm looking on my laptop while talking to them, whereas it's the next day by 12 hours or something like that or eight hours. And so my time yeah, was... Yeah, I think you're eight or nine. Yeah, I and I think I did mine at... 10 o'clock at night, well, whatever time it was in the morning for them, so they could have it on the air that afternoon. Wow, wow. And, uh, and we, you know, we, they were just shooting this, they were asking questions, you know, and whatever. And they were shitty and you hated it, right? Oh, I, okay, good. absolutely. Phew. They, you know, said I, had, I had to go to my the 7 Eleven to get my own beer. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Speaking of, speaking of movies, this yeah. thing just popped into my head. Oh, a thought? I've been thinking recently about the James Bond movies. Oh, yeah. Good times. Uh, so how about a James Bond movie where 007 reconnects with his estranged family, you know? Aren't they dead? Yeah, they're dead. And struggles with PTSD, and he quits being a secret agent. Well, he kind of did that. He, what? Well, this is what I was oh, just okay. of. Oh, okay. My own head. Shh. Is this Skyfall? <laughs> You know, when he opens up a pizzeria, <laughs> that uh, pizzeria goes out of business, and then he just kills himself. Wow. The end. The end? <laughs> Seems and like then a the fun James, movie. And then the James Bond theme plays. Cuts in. How would you feel about that, John? Well, I do love the song. It's pretty great. <laughs> I'm a, I do like James Bond quite a bit. I'm a big so, fan of uh, the most recent stuff. It'd be, so it'd Some be, of the older stuff's a little rough to watch. What was it like seeing the old stuff? Yeah, when it came out. When it came you out. Were you really <laughs> excited to see? You guys are staring at me, you were, pricks. Were you really? <laughs> like, what? What is the most? I, I will tell you this. James my dad. Bond. My there, dad was took a me to Doctor No when it first came out. Mm -hmm. And so, whatever year that was, sixty-two or sixty-four, something like that. And I yeah, just but remember, you were little, right? Oh, I was probably can't do five or six. On that. Okay. And uh, and I remember uh, it was on the Big Island of Hawaii at this small theater that couldn't have held more than two hundred people. Um, it was just my dad and I and a bunch of you know the other locals there, and we're just watching it. And I was just mesmerized at first of all, there's a woman in a oh yeah in a two-piece bathing suit, and, oh. she's wearing, and she has a belt and a knife, and I just <laughs> and I'm just going. I seriously, I think that was my first boner, right? That's there. what wow. did it. You're like, yeah. wow, that's what decided. Uh, yeah, I'm getting into this business. Getting it, <laughs> and uh, now you design bikinis, right? Uh, that's with all a, I do. Uh, well, you knife. know, inflatable ones mm. with a knife uh, holster on them. <laughs> but you know, the James Bond things has always been. They always work the girl coming out of the beach into every. Not all of them, but it, uh, quite a, a bit. Portion, quite a bit, yeah. Okay. Um, but all the spy gadgets, I still utilize some of those spy gadget ideas in today, whatever movie. Oh I'm yeah, on right. That's got to be huge for you. 
Every so often I'll do an homage type of a thing where there might be a sonar disc in James Bond, the one of the first couple, two or three James Bond films where you'd have the briefcase with the, you know, you know, he'd have the slide knife and the gun and he'd have like it was be a, a trapped kind of a panel. He opens it up and right. all his stuff were in it. And I always and but I always remember seeing this like little sonar disc that kind of like waved up and down and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I thought, shit, I got to get that in there somewhere, even if it's a static image. And I've actually gotten that twice into. That's uh, awesome. You know, just that look, and it's an homage. And so, if somebody will ask whether it be the production designer or the director, what the hell is that? And I go, it's an homage to James Bond. Shut up. And they'll be. And they just right, back off. Much, they automatically will back off. It, that's fine with us. You know. I miss. I miss antennas. Pull yeah. out antennas. Pull out. You had something. I remember when flip phones were yeah, they, becoming a thing, uh, a lot of them had the antenna, but it didn't do anything. <laughs> it performed no function because yeah. we'd gotten past it. And it, and it only went up like about five inches. But they found that people didn't like it when it didn't have an antenna. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, I don't trust this phone can work without a little wire sticking it's out like, the top. oh, the reception's bad. There's either nothing you can do or you can pull, can pull this little this thing of plastic. <laughs> this, Q, this Q-tip of plastic out of the top of it. Yeah. So is that sort of like a Wilhelm scream of uh, Yeah, I props? think that, exactly. It's got there, There's one in... Uh, what is that, John? Uh, saying big words over there. <laughs> Wilhelm screams like this very iconic sound. It's a, like audio engineers like to sneak it in. It's in like oh, okay. ten thousand movies. It's yeah. most famously for in all the Star Wars movies, and it's like. Rah, and like the thing is, is that I it wasn't that creative. Isn't it the reverse sound of a woman actually screaming? I'm not. I'm not sure its origin. And then, it, so it gives it. I mean, by, based on the way they can slow it down or speed it up, it kind of adds a a background ambience to what others sounds that they're creating and it get, gives it a low roar or a high pitched scream to go with other screams or yeah and i'm going oh, that's genius and all the audio engineers are like <laughs> yeah snuck it in there yeah it's like a little nod to there isn't an, i don't uh, think there isn't a uh, prof advocator out there even a you know an art director that doesn't slide something in right i, I have this little i found it at a um at a goodwill store in la once uh, on a shoot and it was just a – it was a little doll of Jesus Christ with his hands out. But he had those two rolling wheels that you would find that if you if you backed it off and then – There's a little Jesus for you. That's yeah, very little much like this. Oops, sorry. Oh, shit. I broke it. <laughs> no, I broke it. Um, that guy's and the, but it, if you backed off the wheels and, and wound it up and then put it down, it would just scurry across the table. <laughs> and I always got a big kick out of this thing. And yeah. you know, it was like 80 cents. And I have put that in. I've always convinced the uh, production designer, hey, is there any way I can get Rolling Jesus to be like in the back corner of a shelf or in a in a library or something? And it's been in probably two – it's been in more films than I have worked on. <laughs> That's funny. And it's now on my – it's on my uh, living room table. And I said, you know, that thing's more starlit than I am. That's funny. And so – but that's everybody put, tries to put in their little, like a little family, oh, yeah. you know, you know, they'll put a photograph of their family in the background. Right. Uh, you know, or, you know, I, that's my favorite dog. Co- you know, Kona's been in a couple films just as a dog, a dog walking, just walking in by. The background. And, uh, and I go, shit, you know, they're, get her SAG card. <laughs> yeah, get on that insurance. 
All right. I know there's a famous Star Trek prop. There's some gizmo that's in a ton of the movies, and they just like change the color and they put it somewhere else because it's, it's science looking. Yeah, well, of course. But it's like I feel, I feel like I've heard about this. Yeah, it's probably has some letter number kind of name, but all the Star Trek nerds get really excited about it. Have you guys seen the uh, Orville? Yeah, I like the Orville a lot. Oh, very much so. I hope they get picked up for a uh, season four. I really hope. I think so. So it's Seth MacFarlane, and at first blush, you go, oh, this is just like a crude Star Star Trek Trek. Uh knockoff. And it it is a little. There's like some adult humor in it because he's the family guy. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, but it's actually like honestly really good. Really Star good. Trek. They hit certain topics. This past yeah. season's been good. But what I like is that the hidden prop. He always puts Kermit the Frog on his desk. Oh, funny. And because he's a big fan of Kermit the Frog, so I always go, you know, here we are. You know, twenty three. You know, right? Million years you know, in the future. Multi million years into the future, and there's a little doll of Kermit right <laughs> on his desk, which people are going. And he brings it up once in a while. I think he brought it up in the very first episode. Like, you know, he, he tries to explain what Kermit is to like the they, you know, the everyday person, right? And it's just hysterical. And I and you know, but he's also known for imitating that voice. Oh, and I keep I waiting. See. He needs to just bring in that voice into one of the episodes. But the reason why I brought the Orville was uh, the last year when we were in, in L.A. filming, they were doing a scene over at Northridge uh, that's, that was on like episode five or six or something like that of, of this of the New Horizons. And it was my first time I ever got to see the shuttlecraft because it's oh cool. And so obviously as being a geek, I had to – it's like looking at the Galileo in Star Trek and going – Holy crap! Yeah, that thing is like it's iconic and full it's full size. Yeah, it's full size. But the wow. best part about it is it's um, it's got three very small like uh, cart wheels underneath it, so they can just push it back uh-huh. and forth, and it's raised off the ground just enough, so it's very minimal for it to be erased, but it gives the illusion that it's hovering. And you know, but there are like it takes four or five guys just to push it and wheel it into area. That's cool, but. Here you have all these stars and you have all these people in great looking makeups, you know, because uh, I think they still have the the uh, what are the dudes with like the old lumpy forehead? Well, oh, the Klingons, Klingons. but uh, you know, lumpy forehead yeah, guys. Lumpy, yeah, yeah, they they got a version of that. Uh, Richard Karn is that the wharf? Can't remember his name. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. But that's the, wrong. That's but wrong. everybody was don't taking photographs of the ship. More so than the actors. people, because the ship get out of the way. It's like the Star Trek it's... Enterprise. You want to? Uh, I'd take a photo of, with the the model before I would take a shot with William Shatner. Oh yeah, yeah. I hear that. Is he still alive? I hear that's, that model. That's I hear crazy. that model pedophile. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> he's problematic. That model. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're totally having to redesign that ship. One time I was watching a movie and I saw a microscope in there, like uh, an electronic. Electron Ooh. microscope. I was like, whoa. And they were using it for something totally unrelated. I was like, ah, that that's not what that does. It doesn't extract souls from bodies. Yeah. I, I got to remember what movie it was. Oh, I think it might have been World War Z. Z. They're like analyzing proteins. So I was like, that, the microscope doesn't work like that. <laughs> there was a, I did a, le, the le, the reboot of Leverage uh, 2.0, mm. which they shot in Louisiana this time. Uh, they used to shoot it here in uh, Portland. Oh, right. Yes. And I um, that show. It was like a cop drama kind of thing? Yeah, it's kind of like a Mission Impossible type of a thing, oh, okay. dealing with like, you know, five different aspects of like a thief, uh, you know, a thug, a, you know, 
somebody who can you know be an actress, you know, a face man, yeah, face man kind of thing, NBA bro. Um, yeah, and so they, uh, Com- uh, they 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 asked me to be. They said, "Hey, we need this ear uh, interrupter for this one scene. Can you just create something? But it has to be handheld, and we wanted to have kind of a like a funky front end. What's an ear interrupter? Well, that was it. I oh. had to figure that one out. I go, what is it? And he goes, well, she hits the button. Parker hits the button, and it like displaces like a a pain in the person's oh, ear. Oh, it's a sonic screwdriver. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and so I thought, well, and we need it handheld. It's got to be only about yay big. So I want. I was looking around, thinking, okay, what can I make? And do I have to three D print it or anything? And mm-hmm. then I thought, well, should I? I have to get a couple supplies, and I got to get a can of paint. And I like this one paint at Walmart. Yeah. So I'm at Walmart, and I thought, what the hell? I'll just look at different prop or different items for future props, and I see this stud finder. Yeah. And painted it gold and said, and "Here you are." Pretty much, I added all this shit that I found at Tammy's Hobby Store, and. Uh, and a, it had a soldering head on it, and I put LED lights on, and I shaved off some of the elements and gave it a good paint job, like five coats, and then I had it powder-coated on top of that. And I made the one and sent it off. It's now their go-to prop. That's great. And every people who have seen it has gone, is that a stud finder? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, yeah, actually, it is a stud finder. There's a, a whole subreddit. You know what Reddit is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's this whole subreddit of people who identify props as what they actually are. I can't remember what it's called. It's like, hey, that's a, a shower head or whatever. Sure. And uh, yeah, I hope I'm there. Please, please. please. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, hey, that's that's a back massager. I have one exactly like that. I'll show you the real product. And there, yeah, there's a ton of stuff, especially handheld electronics. It'll just be like a garage door opener, or you know, just. But they, you know, it just goes to show that people Stuff are like, um, do, like they, does it beep like. Well, when it was a stud finder, when it on, hit the actual metal, that... it would actually go tick, 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 and I had to get rid of that. So I had to actually cut, and they, you know, they had a very small speaker; it couldn't have been more than a half an inch. So I just snipped that. Yeah. And I thought, well, shit, I already got the button here. I'll just, I'm gonna take the button hole out of that, seal it, and move the button knob down here, and then I'll just use that, and I'll have to put a a a resistor there and I'll put an LED light and I'll have the LED f- lights flash back and forth. Right. But I need something in the front. So I, I started adding things to it to the point where you don't want to overkill the prop because all she's going to do, I mean, it's like four seconds on screen. Well, what is uh, Coco it. Chanel said? Get dressed to go out and then take away one accessory. Right? You know, See, that's pretty with, much the same, same with prop. Yeah. She did a lot of prop work. Yeah. <laughs> Chanel. Well, maybe they should hire her. You know, I think she's long dead. We're not... <laughs> People want to know. Uh-huh. Me, I want to know. Okay. What? I mean, we're not supposed to talk about money here, but what would you get paid to make this awesome thing for a movie or for a oh, show? Does that keep you going for a month? Or uh, is, that, is it like that, fifteen hundred bucks, and we'll get you something, or is that too it, much? It was about nineteen hundred dollars. Yes. For food maybe vouchers. a. But it's still seven dollar item, and then I added maybe twelve, fifteen bucks. And yeah, but they're paying you for your brain and your and just how quickly I can whip it out and what's in my head at the time. And there'll be times where you know, just before I'm going to bed, I'll go, "Oh shit, you know what'd be great? I'll I'll sketch this. I'll add this to it." Right. And so I'm adding things later, but 
every time I think about that item, even if it said, okay, we need it in a week. Okay, that gives me four days to make it and one day to overnight ship it because I want them to fuck with it for one day to make sure that they understand how it's being okay. used. Um, and so they've never actually said, we hate this. They're always like, this is fuck. We're going to be. So I, then I find out, then I get this uh, email for season two saying, Hey, we really liked this item, this item, this item. What will you charge us to reuse these items? And in my head, I'm already. Oh, to reuse them. Yeah. To reuse them. They have they, to ask you. Cause they had like, well, technically the, the, it's it was a one-time Sally shot for that. So once it's used, it has to go into storage or be sent back to me. Normally, oh, that's how it works. So I make deals with them all the time. Like, you know, are you going to use it throughout the show? Or are you just going to use it for one scene, one episode, five episodes? Give me an idea. I mean, be honest with me. And usually, it ends up being like, how's two hundred dollars okay i've already you already bought it yeah. you yeah. already i already made it i really don't want it back <laughs> um put it in your box so how's two hundred dollars and then they say send us an invoice you oh, know? Cool. If, if you bring it down low they don't they don't quibble. care i mean they're not going to argue because they you know the episode's costing them five million dollars to make sure what's two hundred dollars yeah you know, and there's always a padding on every episode in case one goes over budget. They'll kind of pull back money on the next episode. Say we don't have five million. We only have three million. And then when they run out of that padding, they do a clip show. They do a yeah. clip show. <laughs> and they're, they, then they're back oh, on budget. It's always a memory show. Full Let's... live improv show with <laughs> yeah. all the cast and crew. Uh, I think they should. That. I think they should just oh, do a yeah. whole behind-the-scenes show and just show the guy with the cue cards, and everybody's just working their asses off how this show is being made. Yeah, I always, I'm always blown away by that. Like, just the scope and the complexity of production is very interesting. Um, like, how much work goes into it? You have like 500 people on staff, or you know, I don't know exactly. I think well, I've seen all the names we on credits. If, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's just a partial. There's sometimes not even the vendors will get credits. There was a period of time where I never got any credit unless I requested it for a certain film that mm. I was really proud of. But a lot of times you'll find at least say 20% of all the credits you see, and sometimes credits will run 15 minutes on their own. Yeah. Add 20% of that to the people that are silent behind the scenes making the items or working aren't asking for credit that are not asking for credit however if you don't ask for credit a lot of times you get more money in the back end oh. so if i want to invoice somebody ten thousand dollars for one item right chances are unless i'm part of their actual crew i'm not going to get credit like i helped write goodwill hunting with yeah. ben affleck and matt damon yeah, we all and know i this. just was like you were 12 years old this is yeah, trash you're 12 years old this is fucking what's the uh what's that fake? i don't want my name on it 500 bucks <laughs> i was good i went out and i bought some magic cards and, and it fucking blew up pokemon man. cards i was an idiot uh savant <laughs> i was there's... an idiot <laughs> <laughs> not idiot savant when it came to uh writing screenplays back there's then. a uh, a fake name that directors will use it's like john Smythe or yeah. something like that mine's uh 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 Emmerich Nicholson, franklin emmerich emmerich nicholson oh okay and if a movie is uh if i go at when we wrap what a fucking piece <laughs> of shit it's been for two months there's no way i put out my name on this thing so oh it's franklin emmerich breeze sorry and um we'll look for it now and 
if you see that name, and then I'll, I'll recognize people like a first AD or a camera operator, I go, I know he didn't work on it, so that must be his fake name. He hated that project as much as I did. <laughs> and I have maybe 18 films that have Franklin Emmerich Breeze. Uh, and I've had more people on IMDb go, what is this alias, Franklin? And I go, well, you just have to be there to understand it. A lot of Mel Gibson movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say <laughs> it was uh, a lot of Hallmark films. Oh, sure, okay. sure, sure. You know, where you just go, I don't know what. I You're need like, money. I've been out of work. I'm about I've been out of work. Insurance. You know, it's it's 2004 people are still panicked over 911 mm. you know i needed the cash you know they were only going to give me a thousand dollars i am not giving them melissa money. joan hart she's just gonna have no to problem do this week. Yeah, exactly you kind of <laughs> yeah. yeah. how dare you yeah. sabrina she's a she's uh, a natural Cla treasure larissa she's a natural treasure. natural treasure i mean no she's all right what do you got there you got an email oh Okay. An email. I'm, I like to apologize to Simon for, uh, you know, fuck, where'd it go? Your brother? July 16th. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. It's Today. My wife's birthday. What's that? July 16th. My wife's birthday. I think. Look si her up. Simon, Back her down. Simon wrote this. Is this? Let me hold. Beginning here. Happy birthday, John's wife. Oh, Starts thanks, out. Simon. Today, I write greetings and all that stuff. Brooks, how did you know I was a big Dogma fan? Gasp. I am. But didn't uh, know you were. Do you like uh, Dogma, Tim? The Kevin Smith movie? Uh, I've, I've only seen it once. Oh, there's yeah. a big shit monster in that movie. Yeah. yeah. You, you, fuck, man. You could have made that shit monster. It could have been you. <laughs> it could have been you. Yeah, well, I was probably, you know, working on a Hallmark film. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no shame in getting paid. Uh, I actually uh, met Simon on TikTok, and I feel like one of the first videos I saw of him was karaoke as like Jay from or like at something dressed up as Jay from J Jay and Silent Bob. I thought I hit it. Oh, maybe it's the secret UPS connection throughout throughout the known universe. Anyways, it's been a while. Had I written a few weeks ago, you probably got stuck in spam. I've stopped. John, I've stopped reading my emails. What? I was all caught up like six months ago. So you have like 2,000 unread emails in, in your inbox? Yeah. I don't is know this, how people. Is this you? This is me. This is me. So, if I, so the emails that I've been sending you oh, have fuck. been. Have you been? Sending <laughs> oh yeah. Emails? No, the dude around the corner. Uh, what's his name? John. He sent me an email about giving me some wood. That oh, that you're wood. talking about Bill. Bill. Yeah. Bill sent me an email <laughs> because he asked for my email like six months ago, and I'm like, I don't usually give out my email to folks. Right. So you here, gave him the podcast email, <laughs> but here, no, I should have. And then he's like, "Did you get my email?" I sent you an email a month and a half ago. You never responded. I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I, oh, I've I got 2,000 unread emails. You're in there somewhere. I can't. Yeah, I don't live in that world. Yeah, I, I look at my emails in the morning just before I go to bed, and that's it. If I can't get it in by 8 o'clock and by 10 o'clock, even if you emailed in, the, in between for something, I'm not going to look at it. I just look at it in the morning and, and, at, night. Before, and at night, and that's it. Anything before then? Sorry. But at least I don't have to worry about, holy shit, I got 2,000 emails to look. No, that's great. I'm going to click on every box and hit the all yeah, button and, and just delete. go delete. It might be time to just <laughs> go clean and go just you got to What you got to do is control the spam as it comes in. No, I can't stop. You're like, away okay, I don't address. need AutoZone 
fucking emails unsubscribe. But I feel like I signed up for their product. I need a no. Nobody needs to email me. I need yeah. to treat those folks. Anyways, uh, Simon's saying sorry. Uh, I'll try and do better and write more. But seriously, could you design a shitopotamus like your fucktopus? Mm. But this is a hippo jumping into the mud, and the mud splash spells shit. Wow. That's elaborate. Just a thought. Stay cool, guys. Florida John. Thanks, Simon. What that he might... doesn't ask is his uh, cut and all the sales. <laughs> That's <laughs> well, his IP. I see. I'm not making. I'm not making Tim Oakley money. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making Tim Oakley money right now. <laughs> uh, we were talking about this before, but I've lost. I don't know. I'm just like I was just working so much doing doing all this art and cutting out wood, and I just like burn myself out. It does happen. Yeah, everyone goes yeah. through burnout for sure. And I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna go watch TV. I Maybe don't think I'll you should ever up. beat yourself up about no. that. No, don't. I mean, I, uh, I for about three months while still working, I thought, well, you know, during the pandemic, a, a half a year before the pandemic kicked in, we were supposed to have this tiki con. Yeah, and uh, at the uh, Lloyd's uh, Double. Tell me about that. And then. COVID hits. Tiki Con's canceled. Following year. Nope. Yeah. We're not going to have it. Then we finally, in February, they contact everybody. With luck, Tiki Con's going to happen for 2022. Is it just a sales-type convention? It's a huge festival with bands and like cool dancers, music. Hawaiian music, uh, th all things Tiki. It's a huge three-day event. What does Tiki mean, precisely? Tiki is a lifestyle. Is it? Polynesian, Hawaiian, uh, tiki bar. Well, that's where, like, it originated. Correct. Uh, but it's kind of become it's, it's, something else. It's There's, like, a lot of kitsch. It's very kitschy right yeah. now. And there's a lot of people involved that got the kitsch started 20 years ago. Okay. And people love it. And, you know, overseas, it's very popular. Hmm. Uh, southern states, very popular. Florida, San Diego, mm -hmm. that type of thing. But we have strong... Uh, I mean, people flew in from Japan and Australia to for, come to the event. This one, wow, that's it cool. was huge because people are just hard up for it. They needed it, and so the whole tiki tour is going on right now. I believe next week they may be back in San Diego, if not Fort Lauderdale or something like that. But you know, they hold them in Chicago, New York, everything like that. It's kind of like a you know round robin. Of so that's where you go when you want like the custom tiki glasses, well, exactly. And they had uh, w there was just a shitload of vendors for this. Is one. there people dress up for? It yes, I, you know if you're going to be a vendor, which I was, I dressed up for the part, you know. And, and you're from Hawaii. Had, I'm from Hawaii. I wore. In fact, I had more people coming in and asking the authentic uh, tablecloths. They're saying, "Where did you? This is authentic. Where'd you find this? I mean, you can't find this anywhere." Well, it's been in our family for so many years. I figured I'd just make it into a tabletop. And they're going, I'll take that. I'll oh, buy that. You can't sell that. And that, I don't. Yeah. 10000 So I made all these like, you well, know, yeah, depends on Easter Island statues and tabletops and jewelry and stuff. And I've been doing this for years. And I thought, well, it'll be my first Tiki show. And I thought, I'll do it between films. Well, I have maybe three items left out of maybe a thousand items that I made. 
but I took two years to make those items during the pandemic. I was, you know, whatever downtime I had, I would like make another 40 earrings or tiki statues or whatever. Right. And I only walked, I came, I mean, I, financially I did really well. And I thought, holy crap, I can see why people make this a Living, like living that's all by they this, do, and that's all they do. My neighbor Ron traveling who, with it with the tiki. I thought, I, if I'm going to re, if I retire, this is all I'm going to do. Right, it's for six months, and for the other six months, you either relax or you build more product or new product. And I thought I could see myself getting a, another car and just touring big tiki car and i thought <laughs> yeah. I, you know what Toyota's, why not take what, the bron- why not take scion, the bronco and just paint it looking like hawaiian thatch print i there thought about go. that once not you know i could see myself doing that what the hell why not and it but, takes, uh, but you know it's what people want now yeah how we got on the subject i don't know oh okay we've been watching moana a bunch <laughs> Moana's popular. See, Disney came out with Moana. And June really likes it. John is a guy that doesn't think white people should live in Hawaii. No, I don't think think so. I was born and raised there, 1957, before it was a state. Sorry, you got to go? No, he moved. Okay, should I leave? Uh, You You should move to Oregon. Before it was a state? Oh, good. You know what? And the thing is, I had planned on moving to Oregon in 1991. Thinking, okay, I'll give myself. I thought, I, you know, it would be ninety four that I'll move. And then we had Hurricane Iniki, and I remember going, "I'm leaving now." So when October, was that? Uh, that was October of uh, ninety two. Were you on the Big Island? No, I was uh, on Oahu. We okay. got just slammed okay. there, and I thought, "I'm leaving." And within two weeks, car was sh- my car was shipped back to Oregon. Oh, okay. I was I met a gal who was a waitress that was working at Whiting and Kennedy and she convinced me to move to Oregon. So all this stuff, there was a reason within two weeks, bam, 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 bam. And on October 15th, 1992 was my first day in Oregon. Other than fact of just driving through it, maybe up to Canada or something in LA. Are you going to stay? Or are you going to retire back to work? Well, let's see. It's, well, you've been here for how long? Hawaii. Almost 30 years. I mean, 10 and years I, I don't know. I, I'll get back to me on that one. I may stay or I may not. Okay. You know. I think we should be able to visit, but I don't think European white people should own land in Hawaii. It just seems Well, my older gross. brother, David. It seems like these uh, people, like I learned in the movie Moana. Yeah. Like Ma- across, Maui showed them how to they, voyage across the ocean. thousand miles across the ocean, discovered Hawaii. And then a bunch of white people on big boats are like, that's pretty nice Hawaii you got there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take it. Funny if uh, it's ours now. Yeah. And they were super nice about it, too. <laughs> like, Nothing bad happened. Yeah. Well, Cap- Captain Cook over at uh, on the big island, Kealakakua Bay, he uh, that's where he got slaughtered. Good. On the way out, when he Good was work. realizing, you know what, now's the time. This, this was months, a <laughs> couple years later. He just was. It's time to leave. I think we've already kind of burnt our bridges. <laughs> and uh, it's time to sense leave. I you know, get out as of here. he's about ready to leave, the tribes just said, "You know what? We're going to give you a goodbye present and just slaughter you." And there's an actual. It's it's now underwater due to uh, water level rising, but it used to be above ground. Is a little statuette that says, "On this spot is where Captain Cook." was killed and our teachers we would do these 
uh, bus tours. Yeah. And they would describe, the, you know, this is where the battles took place. And if you look behind you, this one little valley areas where a, a lot of the sailors got slaughtered and, you know, back in – Wow, you know, eighteen hundreds. That's where they on that found tour. these open graves. You know, there it now is just like you know homes and stuff. But, um, but I everybody gets a kick out of seeing this one statue. You know, this little granite, you know, like pyramid that clearly talks about it. And and they said yeah, it happened here. But look how big the bay is. It's not that big, but imagine a big fight going on between, you know, tr- of. Groups of Hawaiians from different islands all getting together, you know, using, you know, not smoke signals, but like little tapping noises and stuff and Mm. having canoes travel and say, this is what we're going to do. That's like their revolution. It was their revolution. It really got to get started. And, And you know, these – and they didn't have weapons. They just had the spears and they had the stone axes and that kind of thing and – and here, you know, you got Captain Cook's British Army, you know, with cannons and stuff, and they're all getting annihilated because yeah, they all one. they had one thing that all men loved, and that was naked, topless women. <laughs> and so they all came True. ashore. Oh shit! I am a big fan of that. How did you know? <laughs> and they just got annihilated. And so that's how we're taught. And being born and raised there. I I was kind of like, you know, good for those fuckers. Uh, but then again, I'm still white. Some of my dearest and closest friends are Hawaiians, pure, pure blood Hawaiians. And they don't even look at me as being, well, you're a mainlander because I was born and raised there. And hence, that's why when I work on on films in Hawaii, they try to bring people in. Who may no longer live there because it's very expensive, obviously. But they try to bring people in that know the island, know the culture, yeah. was born and raised. And so you'll find a lot. I, anytime I look on credits, I go like, I went to school with that guy. I went to college oh, funny. with that guy. Oh, well, nice. He and I were in Boy Scouts together, you know, and there's my name. And I'm just going like, shit, it was like a family reunion on, you know, Drastic World or whatever. Do you uh, do you speak any uh, pigeon English? Isn't that... When I'm with the right people, yeah, yes, it comes, comes, it, back it out. comes right out right away. And then you just have to kind of train yourself. I remember coming uh, – when I went to school, my first year of school in California, all I spoke was pigeon. And they didn't know what you were talking about? And I had more <laughs> teachers saying, you know, I had what? one teacher, uh, Mr. Gavin, pull me aside and I go, hated that I, yeah, and Mr. Gavin. He, I know you are a really great artist. However, I think you really need to take an English course. Yeah, and I'm yeah. going, you know, why? What are you, you talking know? about? And he just, I, no one can understand what you're saying. <laughs> and I go, what you want me? And then I just broke into proper English. And he goes, how did you do? And I remember when it happened. How did you do that? And I go, because I'm speaking how I was brought up in my school. Yeah. But here in the States, you we were, we're taught early on, this is how you, we have to speak. Well, your parents When spoke. we're at Disneyland, we have to speak a certain way. Right. And your parents, they spoke, uh, this is going to sound wrong, ordinary English? Well, no, they, my mom was from Santa Barbara, so she was very keen on, this is, you know, proper English, but yeah. my dad was not. Okay. And so he, he was, I was adopted into the family, not knowing right. who my real father was. So he brought me into the family who 
just said, this is the Hawaiian culture and this is what you have to respect. And it, they were very keen on respect your elders. Okay. You like we live here, we adopt to them. Yeah. That kind of thing. And it was, uh, it was great to have the best of both. The whole family was like that. Yeah. Um, and now that uh, you know, the, now that I'm here in Oregon, you know, there's a Hawaiian family down the street on Dolph Court, and uh, they, we talk, and but once I start talking to them, it's, it's <laughs> right, right back. back into it. I cannot, and then it takes I me a good known. half hour to break out of it. He is Hawaiian. He's got a Toyota Tacoma. Who me? No, the dude, the Hawaiian oh, yeah, guy yeah. down the street. Is that a Hawaiian? That's a Hawaiian. That's, type a, that's a Hawaiian I love thing. Tacomas, man. Yeah. Oh. That might, there that, there does seem to be a lot of Hawaiians in Oregon. I guess it makes sense. Well, this past weekend wise. was the uh, Aloha Festival in Vancouver, and I, I forgot to go. It was my mistake. I, you know, I wanted to go there, but there, I recognized people that I knew growing up, and people that I our family knew personally. And I thought it'd be great to go say hi to them. Holy shit, they got to be in their eighties. I wonder if they're even going to remember me. Yeah, you know. You know, maybe now is not the time to go bring back, you know, hey, do you remember, you know, our family? That kind of bullshit. I was the guy that smashed in your back window. Oh God, I remember this one guy. Fucking pissed who, on the bushes. Uh, it was the Bright <laughs> family. And I remember the first time I swore in their household. Oh, no. And I was probably 16. And I was a young Howley kid that just learned the word motherfucker. Oh, wow. And I was saying it right there in front of all these kids. And I remember the dad, Danny Bright's father, pulling me aside, big gnarly Hawaiian guy, and just giving it to me. I mean, not just yelling, but I'm going to hit you in the goddamn face (laughs) if you talk like that in my household. I want you out of my goddamn house right now. And that scared. That alone scared the shit out. Of me. Yeah, I, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> on I was at the park. This is a couple of years ago, and like I meet some other dude pushing his kid. Maybe it was the same age as Daniel, pushing his kid on the on the swings. Yeah, and there's some teenagers like fuck this, fuck that, fuck this, and this other dad like walks over and he's like, hey, like to these teenage kids, and is like, there's kids in this park. I know your mom. Blah, blah, blah. We live over here. And he's like, you stop talking like that around here. And I was like, push my kid. I was like, I would never fucking. You're like, hey, Daniel, that guy's fucking crazy. (laughs) But, you know, but there are people that still do that shit. He was was like, hey, our kids are the same age. We should, like, whatever, get together and, like, hang out sometime. You're a hard ass, man. And I was like, "Uh, you scare me. (laughs) I mean, even today, if I see, you know the post office? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I was in line. This was how, how dare you bring up the post office? Yeah. Those this fucks. Was, <laughs> okay, so about ten years ago, I was in line, and that's when the the people at the front counter were a little nicer than they are today. They knew you by name, and I was waiting in it's line. Like cheers, huh? It was like cheers, Norm. It was like Norm. Yeah, and uh, I, and Tim. I saw some friends in line. By the way, Norm is like thirty five in the pilot of that show. Is it really? Something insane. I saw a thing about the, their actual ages at the beginning of the show. I think Sam Malone's like he 37. He doesn't look 35 now. I was like, that guy looks like shit for 35. <laughs> well, if everybody knows your name at the bar. Yeah. Things look. are not going well for him. <laughs> but I was at the post office, and uh, so I'm waiting in line, and these two guys, I won't say what you know race they are, but they 
were asking, hey, where are you from? And somebody would say, like, I'm from Maluma Valley. And uh, they would go, no, no, where are you from? And they got into everybody's face like, you can't be from here because the Indians – they they're from here so what they wanted to find out was our background history really? and, I, and a lot of us were just going like who gives a shit you know this is two guys just wanted to make some trouble well there were these two older gentlemen who were in, in like farmer suspenders and they had to be 80 or 90 and i've seen them around town before knowing that one of them was like a former marine and just doesn't take shit from anybody so they're they got approached with Hey, where are you from, old guys? And they just kind of gave them the stink eye. And and so all of their business all say, taken care of. The um, the guys are the guys who are trying to create this that's kind of like problematic yeah. thing in yeah, life. Trying to they, they are shit. walking to their car. And you see, I'm kind of in my car just looking through my receipts and stuff. And I see the two old guys walking right by their truck. And they're talking to him, and next thing I see, two guys, these two old guys, literally clocking them out cold right oh, in the wow. parking lot. And I thought, there's a reason why you don't fuck with old guys. <laughs> they do <laughs> not care. Yeah, yeah, they do not care. They're former Marines. And I thought, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of respect from those other two guys laying on the floor. And what was even more weird was no one gave a shit. People just drove right up past, right? They were knocked out. And people got in their cars. They were like, and they just drove right around. Yeah, they deserved it. Yeah. And, you know, the two old guys, you could tell that they were looking like, hey, so do you want to meet at Village Coffee afterwards? And, you know, we'll talk about our ex wives. I've seen those guys walking around. Yeah. You know those guys? Nice nice gay couple. (laughs) They don't don't take kindly. But, you know, and I thought, and I, I took off and I thought, I wonder how long it's going to be before these two wake up realizing they just got their clocks knocked out yeah, by two guys time. twice their age. Yeah, you never – All because they said something stupid in line. Right. You never know about these old folks, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you can't trust them. 80-year-old guys or 65-year-old guys. <laughs> Are you looking at me? I'm almost 40. So I'm, I'm 40 I'm, in a week and a half. Oh, you're somewhere in there, yeah. I'm trashing and transitioning into old man. What was I just thinking about? Oh, I, don't I don't know. What were you thinking? Well, See, that's senility. I was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And you're calling me old. Yeah, right. Old guy. <laughs> Did old. you swear in your house? Did I didn't swear. Care? I didn't swear in my house, but I remember saying pissed at my like super yeah. religious buddy's house across the street. Okay. And was his it dad, my house? It was, it was John's house. Oh. And uh, his dad was like, we don't, hey. We don't talk like that. I remember like, one time my mom hissed, saying, "Don't say that." She but that's it. one of George Carlin's like seven words yeah. you don't say on TV. Is piss? Piss is one of them. Is it really? That's right. too tame for George Carlin. I can't believe that. No, cocksucker, motherfucker, piss. Huh? Really? I don't know. I have to look it up. On well, you phone. just watched the documentary, so I, I think it's you. like it's added At to. The I mean, Tits, the whole cocksucker. Thing, the whole thing is like just made up because it sounds really nice together, okay. and he just added pissed at the end. All right, maybe, maybe, but yeah, I remember my mom chastising me once for saying pissed off. Like it, he would say in his house, we say whiz, whiz, fuck. You, were you like, I gotta go take a piss? I, no, I always say whiz. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't say that. You gotta take a whiz, whiz. I'm, I mean, I'm gonna 
Tinkle one off. <laughs> say G Willikers, bro. Yeah. I'm going to go drain the main vein. <laughs> yeah, what was know. it? Yeah. I always hated the fake swearing that uh, I grew up Mormon, Tim. Yeah. And uh, there's like frick. Yeah. People are like, oh, frickin' A. I'm like, we all know what you mean. Yeah. Just say it. Yeah, just say the word. Say it. It's like, really easy. Just add these two other say letters. shiz. What the shiz? Yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, you're just like, all right. I, I, you know, when people children? say like shiot, I'm going like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's stupid. What about biatch, though? That, that's that's biatch, I, I've said that a couple times, yeah. you know, with what my knees. What a biatch. <laughs> and, you know, when, you, when you're talking a language that you're, you know, nieces and nephews think is theirs, and yet somebody three times their age is speaking it like, and they roll their eyes back and they're going like, what the fuck is it? now? We can't say that anymore because he's saying it. Speaking of uh, young kids. Yeah. We were just over at John's house last I night. I had like a, a party, a hangout night, a hangout night. And uh, we saw our friend Steve. We haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, I haven't is that seen what you're going to I haven't seen my buddy, Steve. They moved away to Arizona four or five years ago. And then they moved with, back with pandemic a nine, time with a nine year old. Well, they, Wait, they, live, they moved back to Portland. They yeah, moved. Uh, back they to Portland, live in Salem, but yeah, or they moved. Yeah, they live in Salem. What two years ago? But they moved with a nine-year-old. Now they have a fourteen-year-old woman. Yeah, that's like an adult, almost as tall as me. And I'm like, so I was chatting with Steve, did... and I was like, "Fuck this, fuck that." Not that you know Steve cares. Yeah, but I was like, "Oh wait a minute, this is and a I was, kid." I was like laughing with Steve, and like just like old times, and she's there like laughing also, and, and a, an adult a, adult conversations. But she's like a really cool little little fourteen year old, regular sized adult fourteen year old. That yeah. I'm like, wow, it happened. It did happen. First kid to grow up in to, our in our friend group is to now... like adult status yeah it's always a trip when i talk to pete's kid everybody else is like you know he's 11 and I'm, and we have like actual discourse at, on a human level i'm like man that's crazy i remember holding you as a baby we're getting that old man you know <laughs> i remember when you were this come on like, get up get up in my jump arms up, yeah. jump up here let me hold you for a while like the old times yeah i'm 11 now yeah. please put me down <laughs> yeah I, I do not appreciate it put me down mr mitchell he also carries a knife, so yeah. So I noticed little, that. You know, really? I mean, he's a little boy. No, no, no. Just like a little hip <laughs> knife for Whitland, making you know, uh, take a, a sharp w- metal knife and make a sort of sharp piece of wood. <laughs> yeah, I always like that. Well, like, we have this thing we've that we've all cuts. had that uh, going up in our lives, and oh yeah, uh, you know. Now I just you know, there's like I'll, I'd rather just show. Hey, you want to know what I just made? Mm-hmm. You know, here's a rubber knife, but look what it can do. Do you, uh, you mentioned your 3D printer earlier. Do you use that a lot? No. No. I've kind of just stepped back on it because I find myself s- sculpting and creating things faster. It's than so waiting slow. Six hours for one part to design going, it on. Screw this. Well, if you're doing a hundred of something, sure. But for me, like the design in the CAD and then the fiddling around with the setup. It's so time consuming. And if there's a break in the uh in the energy line, you'll get a hiccup in the three D print sometimes. Yeah. You know, if there's a if some sort of like, you know, electrical surge happens. You need a power conditioner. Oh yeah. And I spend six thousand dollars. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think I'll do that today. Um Actually, you can get uh, uninterrupted uninterrupted power source. A UPS is the only acronym I know what it means. Um United Parcel Service. 
Mm, <laughs> I never heard of it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, you can get a, a UPS, which will like keep your computer on if the power goes off. Just enough time for you to save everything and to, turn off. Uh, Something like that can also work. Down. I yeah. was act, actually digging in my backyard recently, and I found these new... Just for fun? Just doing uh, some crystals. digging? And they're un, 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 uninterruptium. Yeah, oh, <laughs> uninterruptium. And I think they're going to change the world. Well, right. Watch out. Uh, uh, what's his I name? Giovanna Rubisi's coming. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, but speaking of your backyard, how's your pool? How's your hot sauna? Tub? Your hot, hot tub. tub. I was, I was, you know, last week I was telling Lizzie I didn't feel like I was fully appreciating it. And uh, I was in there for an hour this morning. That's so long. <laughs> you sitting in the hot tub for an hour. Well, uh, my buddy, my old buddy Gordon came over. We made like a monthly thing of him coming over. Jeremy's dad? Jeremy's dad. Oh, hey. And uh, he'll bring like some sausage and I'll cook it up while he hangs out in the hot tub. And then I make breakfast and bring it out to him in the hot tub. What is this? What? And, and I was Shit, like, what time should I be here tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what kind of raw deal is this? work for a sausage. <laughs> but today we picked up, I didn't want to have to work, so I just grabbed some Don Pedro's burritos. Hell yeah. And we ate them out in the hot tub. Breakfast burritos? Jesus Christ, next Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, we'll apparently if you just show up, Brooks will feed you <laughs> while right. you sit in the hot tub. Now, what around. about the, the your uh, backyard neighbors that were always loud, and how are those, how was that situation? Oh, I was just, wor- the, uh, I was just yelling at them. I was just uh, <laughs> hoping they'd come back. Really? They were like, maybe they got shut down the first week. I had like some real rowdy neighbors last That's year right. or the year before. One of them was out there like spinning flame sticks. I'm sure you could listen back in the podcast and find us talking about Liam right in and tell us what episode. <laughs> <laughs> but so I uh, sure shit ain't listening to him. But uh and I was back there and I heard like some girls giggling over the fence and I'm that pretty old guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's dark. I'm still in my yard. This is not I'm not peeping. How many? I'm, I'm how much clothes do you have on? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not looking through the little knots in the fence. Right, the hole in the shower wall. <laughs> uh, I'm just listening to conversation. I just, you know, it's a live podcast, and uh, <laughs> and I walked yep. over to their side of the yard, and then they they stopped wow. and they went inside, and I was like, "Geez, come on outside." When uh, my wife and I just went to a concert at Edgefield, they do concerts out yeah. in the field, that backfield, Who which is, it? by the way. What? Who'd you see? It was a band called Camp, C-A-A-M-P. Uh-huh. Sort of, you know, <clears throat> real low-key, um, relaxing techno. music. Yeah, it was techno. It was house, trance. And uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I brought it up, but that is the best way. I never want to go to a concert in a building anymore, yeah, sure. like Moda Center. What a nightmare. We drive into Edgefield. You park in a big field. You walk down. You sit in a camp chair, and there's just music playing. It was great. And uh, there was a point I was trying to make with this, and I forgot. Oh, the best part of it was the people watching. That was something we haven't been able to do in years. And I'm just looking at everyone in the crowd going, man, this is so fun. And we're like, hey, look at that guy. He's crazy. Or look at this lady. Well, that's why I like the gorge. Yeah. The gorge is that way. Oh, that concert one up in Washington? Washington. Holy crap. That's people watching because you get to camp there. And, you know, the best ones were uh, I saw – Let's see. I saw a Springsteen play there. Okay. And I saw wow. uh, the boss. The boss, and he and he's got was... a podcast now. Did you know that? Fuck, another competitor to our oh, podcast. Man. You like, know what? I think I'm just going to start one tomorrow. You should. You know, you need to come on over here. Well, it's... I'll hit record and leave the room. <laughs> There's not like actual celebrities getting in on the podcast. You know, 
bring some sausage in the hot tub afterwards. That's, that should be the name of mine. Bring some sausage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have a free hot tub. There's some sausage. I know the owner of the house. Uh, we, we he doesn't get, have a gun. He won't shoot us. You so. know, there like, there are some rowdy women in the backyard, oh, which we can might. make them our chorus girls and just go crazy <laughs> with it. I'd listen to a podcast called Rowdy Women. It'd be interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah it's not like, uh, you know, Charisse Theron is starting a podcast in, in the basement she? with her buddies. But I'd listen to it. Yeah. Charlize. Yeah. Charlize. Charlize. Oh, there we go. Thrown. Thrown. She, we She's did a, from uh, South Africa. She, South Africa, and she uh, did a film here, God, fuck, years Her ago. Her and Elon. Years ago. Best friend. Fuck. And when, there's a, a set of apartment complex on the waterfront in, in the northwest area, and it's called the, the movie was called The Burning Plane, and she had to be in her patio. And it was one of those things where they literally had to keep it really quiet because they didn't need lookers from across the river with high-powered – Oh, no shit. Because she was topless. Yeah. And then they put a merka on her, so she looked fully nude. A merkin? Merkin. Thank you. And uh, – A merkin? Your pubic wig. Yeah. Wig. It's a it's oh, a okay. wig for that area. And, oh, I know. Jeez, come on. Of course so you do. we uh I actually uh grow my hair out for, you know, locks of love. Right. <laughs> do you? Oh, I got a pubic merc and uh <laughs> locks of love. Of You're working on that right sure, now. Uh like previous stripper with cancer that need uh right. pubic merkins. Crotches of care. <laughs> Crotches of care. <laughs> yeah. Locks of love. That's that's actually pretty good. I mm. see another podcast. Write that down. <laughs> Write that down. Hey, before I forget, yes, sir. I just wanted to say a shout out. I won't bring their name. I'll just make the this uh, make us guess. Yeah, make you guess. I have some new neighbors near my uh, next door in our cul-de-sac, and they're at. F- hey, hey! I'm gonna have to cut that out. <laughs> no, no. And uh, they, uh, Rolf, very- Rolf Court. Yeah, Rolf. Yeah, too. Rolf Court. And um, they're very cool. And they're big podcast lovers, and I mentioned this podcast, and they said that they were going to start listening. So we have now, what, a total of eight people listening to this podcast. Well, my wife stopped listening. Yeah, so, seven, so we have seven, seven people. Yeah. So, uh, John, yes, sir. What, what can they say to me the next time I just happen to be, like, delivering or they see me? You know, because they're going to become big fans of the podcast. Mm-hmm, yes. What can they say to me to, like, oh, what's our secret code? Let me know. Who they are? Write this down, people. At four uh, forty one oh seven. Forty four oh seven. No, uh, forty oh one. Well, the, we do call our fans true heroes. Is that they were like, "Hey, I'm a true hero." Yes. Okay, there you go. That's okay. easy. Okay. I know. Um, what's that guy in Firefly? That terrible show that nobody likes. Uh, he with his fans, the handsome guy, Nathan Fillion. Super. He has a thing with his. He's so sexy. I love him so much. Anyway, his fans just go captain when they see him, and that's like their own little fan code. Hey, I mean, really? Because hey, he was buddy. the captain of that. God, I need a know, fan code uh, right now. Just people have people who work for me. Just hey, asshole, we need hey, you dickhead. on set. <laughs> Hurry up! Hey, we oh. got we got an email. Oh, another email. I got questions too. Tim. Oh shit! Not so good at this, gentlemen, and Tim. Hey, that's neat. My phone fills in bonus guests after. Uh, <laughs> oh, Andy's after, been writing so many after emails. After I tape, gentlemen, <laughs> maybe I should change it to gentle people to cover uh, for when Lizzie and Kirsten and, or Jamie That's are on. That's true. 
Brandy is still overseas. She sent me a picture from Normandy. She's in Spain. Oh. Oh, Normandy, France. Wow. Uh, they're in Cannes, pronounced sometimes like con, con. only Francia. It, mm. They're in Cannes <laughs> yeah. uh, today, and we'll come back on Tuesday. Even though we weren't hit August, we haven't hit August yet, I sort of feel like summer is winding down. We only have Sandy for two more weeks, and then she is back to college. Oh yeah, but it's her second year of college. Yeah, pretty soon she'll be graduated and she can move back in because she won't have a job. I mean, society will collapse by then. <laughs> oh, probably. And uh, collapsed further. And you know, renegade style Mad Max is going to need some good mechanics. Yeah, they're going to be being a mechanic. They're mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, Andy will be worth his weight in gold. You will be worth, worth your weight in, uh, what's that, gas? What are they called? Guzzoline. Guzzoline. <laughs> <laughs> guzzoline. Yeah. Uh, I should watch Fury Road again. It's fucking such a great movie. Isn't that a great one? It's incredible. So good. I watched it a bunch with my son when he was really little and he didn't really get like the Super violent stuff. He was just like, cars, cool. And we watched it all the time. <laughs> I just remember just, I mean, for me, one of the best iconic scenes is the guy with the guitar. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just going, Who and, he, and how he plays, and yet he's swinging. Yeah, he's and just I'm bouncing going, around. That is so cool. And oh, he man. serves no function. No, There's just like, you know, be none. fucking metal. And there's this, this huge, guy up here. you know, <laughs> Peterbilt grill right behind him. You're going... What is the reasoning? I don't care. It looks Doesn't awesome. It. Yeah, I <laughs> it love it. It looks awesome. Is it cool? Aren't yes, they trying to it. save on fuel in the future? No. <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> They're like, we got so much we can fucking explode it when this dude strikes a G core. I don't think they're trying to save on fuel, really. It was they, water, well, I think. They have, they well, they were fight. They wanted mother's milk. Yeah, mother's milk. Anyway. Delicious. Yeah, water. Water, of course. Yeah. Hey, but it's cherry season. Delicious. It's, it's cherry season here. And there's a few uh, fruit farm just up the street. Do you know what that means? Cherry it pie. means I pitted a quarter of cherries and they're in a jar, a, a quart of cherries and they're in a jar in my fridge with maple syrup, cinnamon, nutmeg, vanilla, and bourbon. Oh, Andy, you're getting oh, fancy. fucking Andy, cheers. Someone's going to have a hangover. Once again, working so, this Andy, he's. He so, what, so what's the code word? True hero? I'm a true hero? No, yeah. Well, hey, so, buddy, I'm a true hero. Okay. Oh, wait, what code word? Is that what they're going to call you? Hey, buddy, I'm a true hero. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Hey, buddy. And then, oh, like, they have to or, wink, too. Or you could say, hey, wink, I listen wink. to your podcast like a normal Wink, person. wink, and then you got to <laughs> wink, wink, and then. Uh, here, are you basement buddy? <laughs> yeah. The Brooks. one and only. Yeah. yeah. There's no other guy. It's just me. Yeah. No one cares about me. You got one from Liam over there? Oh, I guess so. Superfan Liam. Superfan Liam. <clears throat> Did not hit enter after uh, typing a question, so it's nope. a harder to read. Hey, uh, what were some cartoon characters you were in love with or attracted to as a child? I will tell you mine. I really like Gadget from Rescue Rangers. I thought she was a very cute mouse. And, of course, uh, Maid Marian the Fox from Robin Hood. Obviously, Tim's going to say Betty Boop. No, actually, mine was Roger Ramjet. Roger Ramjet. Yeah. That you were in love with? I just found it a fascinating cartoon growing up. Oh, examples Jessica Rabbit, Jean Grey, Hollywood from Cool World, Christopher from Ferngold. Oh, Christopher from Ferngold. Oh. 
Fern Gully. <laughs> forgot about Fern Gully. Hey. Consider different ages in your life. Holy crap. Just discovered Ham Anderson had a cartoon. Oh, and then there's a link to a YouTube. <laughs> All right. Yeah, she did have a cartoon, Liam. I remember. Was that. it barbed wire? Uh, yeah, no, she was like a superhero, barbed wire or something or other. The nineties were fun, weren't the they? The nineties were fun. We had no problems. Everything was going great. Oh, Tim's trying to take a picture right now. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> it's just me. All right, we'll redo this later. And um, yeah. So I, I watched uh, Rescue Ranger. Yeah, he's going to say uh, Betty Rubble, right? <laughs> Who, me? Yeah. Well, what the hell? Why not? She was awesome. Yeah. And uh, all you, do you got, Brooks? Pull up that dress of hers. That, that, uh, She's Saber got no pants tiger. on. They didn't have underwear back then. Oh, they no, hadn't they invented it. Yeah. Well, it's a living. Talk, talk about a merkin. <laughs> <laughs> and all right, what else we got here? From Superfan, my sister. Yeah, you just... Uh, Liam, you just named all the things, and now I have a weird erection around these fellows oh, here. No. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm gonna just you guys leave. Yeah, I'm not gonna walk you out today. Did I say this? What was the most useful thing you own? Did we do that question already? Useful thing I own? My car. Car's pretty useful. It's pretty useful. Uh, that's a good. One. You know what drives me crazy? I love a good flashlight. What is it about children and flashlights? They what? just they want them. Turn it on and then set it down underneath like some stuffed animal so you and don't discover it. They've just disappeared. Days. They evaporate. Yeah. I do not know where any good flashlights are. But that is one thing I really enjoy. Or pens. Pens disappear too. I took like 20 pens to work and I could not find one. It fucking drives me crazy. Where did they go? I got uh, something to say. Okay. You know, for like six weeks I've been... Uh, Working on these envelopes and uh, stickers and, and sending them out. Yeah. I realized I started cleaning up down here. Yeah. I realized the reason I hadn't done it was because it's just been a mess over here and a mess. And it does look mess, good in here. It's much lighter. Like me mentally, subconsciously, I knew that I had to clean for two hours to find my forever stamps underneath a pile of shit. Oh, my God. And, uh... That's why. Anyways, next week, one hundred percent. Next week, everybody stickers get, in the mail. Stickers in the mail. Super fans. Super fans. We got one more. They still make for forever stamps. Fuck, man, they're good forever. Yeah. I just look. Look at the table. I found a bunch of one cent stamps, and I'm like, what am I gonna do with these five one cent stamps? <laughs> Every stamp you buy is a forever stamp now. Yeah. So now I'm like. Fuck, these are just real small stickers. Sticks. Cool. I got, I got yeah. so many forever stamps, I don't, I can't recall the last time I mailed something out. Everything's online. Yeah. When they first came Stamps. out. Stamps.com. When they first came out. Sign up using placement <laughs> Can buddies. I cash those in? When they first came out with forever, I'll buy them from you for a penny. <laughs> for two for, cents less than uh, what they're forever what they, for. What I could buy them at <laughs> for a Meyer for. All right, Tim. You got anything? Uh, so you got COVID at the Tiki show is what that Oh, my God. Ended. How'd you find that out? You told me. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I got COVID from Anyways, it. those those Tiki folks are lousy with... They're filthy, disease-ridden people. Oh, my God. You know, with drinks in hands and, you know, there again, they're not wearing any underwear. And... <laughs> <laughs> what's the, hey, what's the go-to tiki, tiki drink? 
for me, I mean, I'm the I I love mai tais. Mai tai. I can always go with a mai tai and uh, and go to the Alibi. They have a good one. Okay. Yeah. My wife just went to a tiki bar uh, in um, like on Burnside. I can't remember. What it was yeah, I, that was probably it. Used to be called Thatch, and I think it's called. I know which one he's she's talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a decent. That's a good one. It, she really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the ambiance is really nice, and you know, but I like that. I like Thatch only because I, you know, I'm a, kind of a purist of going to something. When I got to Portland, I heard about it, and I thought I'm going to go there, and you know, even place. when I was at uh, UPS for that time, always on the way home, and I always stopped there. That was my, uh, you know, eleven thirty at night meal. Some you know? poi. I wish they <laughs> served that, you know. In fact, I guess I believe you like that. eating poi. Yeah, in fact, I got. Oh, no. I, I have poi at home waiting for what? me to get really? home tonight. What do you put in it to make it taste good? Chicken. Oh, okay. Yeah, chicken. I went to the Polynesian chicken? Cultural Center. Yeah, that's good. On the north north side. Yeah, north side. Iaa. Yeah, and uh, they had poi there. I ate some. I was like, this is nothing. It's all yeah, for you. It'd be like school pace. Yeah. I, well, I was excited because you know they kind of build it up because it's important. Yeah. And uh, I was like, hmm, this kind of sucks. <laughs> you know, there's a couple stores here. I mean, it's that's... fine. I'll eat it. Look at me. I'll eat it. But uh, I mean, it's a great. I mean, I grew up on it. Yeah, so sure. There yeah, was. It's, uh, it's like a root or something. Yeah, yeah. it's a toro root. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta do a lot it. to make it edible. You really gotta pound it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it, if you just eat the root, it's poisonous, isn't it? Or it's, something? it's not good for you. It's just, yeah, you're you're beating the crap out of it, and you're mixing it with water. You're constantly so you're diluting, it, and then you gotta let it sit for a while, and let it thicken up on its own. Okay. And by then, it's had a chance to air and it becomes an edible source okay but it's very starchy yeah, yeah. uh it's great for like infants babies you know a lot of times they'll just give them a little not even two fingers full and just put it in their mouth and it's something to chew on kind of something thing. just it's a it's a paste you know yeah, you can yeah. make it as thick as you want which is technically a one finger eat or you can do a three finger where it's very runny uh at that point just get a spoon Okay. And um, and put, that I love in a milkshake. What? So uh, Hawaii has poi. Yeah. They got in Australia Vegemite. What Vegemite, do, yes. What do we have that nobody else likes? Uh, mayonnaise. Mm. Do other people like mayonnaise? My wife made a very good point the other day. There's there's no situation that we could think of where sour cream is not superior to mayonnaise. I love sour cream. Sour cream is delicious yeah. and tastes good. Yeah. And should be in everything. My wife well, makes like egg salad with sour cream. We don't buy or eat mayonnaise in we, our house because it's a foul, I, disgusting I, thing. I have a secret for you. What? Uh, sour cream's a little bit more expensive than yogurt. My wife will just get a thing of yogurt and we'll use yogurt, just plain yogurt. Instead. That's also fine. Yeah. I, I, I love yogurt. What do you mean sour cream's expensive? Well, okay. Maybe... They only have it in the big thing, and we don't use it as much as your family. Okay. We don't love sour cream. No, you we can don't get fully the little, appreciate it. Get like, like half a pint. It's got small things. If we're yeah. having like, you know, Taco Tuesday. Yeah, there's little ones. Little, yo. Okay, I'm going to talk to my wife. <laughs> oh, by the way, as far as foods that are made here that people would think would be... Ranch? No. Voodoo donuts. Ugh. Oh, yeah. I cannot stand yeah. voodoo donuts. That's they just... bullshit. They just fucking tricked people by having the pink box. Good things come in pink boxes. boxes. And that's like, Oh, they're okay. like, we put cereal on donuts. And we're like, oh, all right, I cool. Like cereal. Or a piece of bacon. I mean, if you want to have a sugar shock, just 
bite one of their donuts and you'll be sent to the morgue. They were the first, though. Yeah. I guess now there's a lot of quirky donut places that are much better. What's the one in in the village? Uh, Blue something. Blue Moon. Out, Blue Star Donuts went out. Blue of Star. Did it? Did Blue oh, it did? Go up? The one. The one. Oh, in okay. village. I've had Blue Star. Really. They had. I tried them once. I went. That's just way too much for me. They had. Uh, Yo, it was good though. Krispy Kreme is legit good. Blue Star Donuts. When you get a hot one. Are like six fifty for a fucking regular donut. Yeah, that's a crock of shit. And that was before, and they'd be like eight dollars now. And I'm sorry. Wait, for, like one, for one donut? For one donut. Yeah. Yeah, I could never do that. And I, I went in there, and I'm, you know, I'm Brooks. And I go into places, <laughs> like, real nice, and like, trying to befriend people. You assume it's all free. Secretly waiting for them to offer me to have one. And, uh... Because he's so famous. Because I'm I'm me, you know? Yeah, I go, eventually, I got a guy... Bounce. Hey, uh, the guy in front of you didn't want this box. You want it? You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. You're waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. 75% of the time, I go into Little Big Burger. The guy pays for my burger. He's like, it's on me today. Hell yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Do you ever, I mean, do you fuck deliver yeah. stuff to them? Yeah. Oh, well, of course they're going to give you a free right, burger. Like, well, I mean, I blow the guy in the back yeah. every once in a while. Fuck it. Maybe that's why he pays for it. Free burger is a free burger. Man. <laughs> I ain't going to shame him. All right. Well, John. Yes, sir. We did it. We did it. 201. 201. Thanks, Tim. We'll see you in 301. Uh, two yeah. years. 301? We'll play it by ear. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might be too famous for us by then. Yeah. Well, hopefully. I'm secret. Well, thanks for letting me be here third time. Of course, Tim. Third and last. Third. Final <laughs> yeah. show. So, yeah, this is my final show. This is your uh, swan song. Empire Strikes swan song. Back. <laughs> or what was it? Oh, shit. Nobody knows. Well, can't fix it now. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.